Do you wish you could stop using up all your patience and energy in the classroom so that you have some left for your own kids when you get home? Are you sick of coming home to a constant mess and never-ending to-do list that it feels like you're working a second job? Are you ready to turn off your teacher brain at the end of the day so you can transition into mom mode? Welcome to the Teacher Mamas Podcast, where you're going to learn time and stress management strategies and routines so you have the energy to pour back into your family and the things that matter most to you. Hi, I'm Roberta. And I'm Ashley. We are both wives and teacher mamas with a combined 28 years in education. We've both been that exhausted, overstimulated, and stressed out teacher mom, and we both brought way too much work home, struggled with keeping up on house chores, and did zero things we enjoyed outside of school. We realized that if we were going to live more energetic and balanced lives, we needed to learn different routines and time and stress management strategies. So we created a plan that made teaching, momming, and wiping easier and fun again. If you're ready to find time for yourself, your family, faith, and home, go grab your favorite drink, a notebook and pen, because we are about to dive in. Hey friend, I am popping in to ask you a super serious question. Are you sick of hearing, what's for dinner, mom? Like 10,000 times every night of the week and never having an answer. We used to figure out our meals day by day and think about food constantly. What's for dinner? Now I have to think of lunch for tomorrow. Oh gosh, don't even get me started with breakfast. We had brain fog like crazy at the end of the day because let's face it, coming home after dealing with kids all day and then trying to figure out dinner is pretty much impossible. Don't even get me started with the decision fatigue. We've already made more decisions in a day than a freaking brain surgeon friend. And this is in our classrooms, right? And the last thing that we need is to figure out dinner when everyone is already hungry, crabby, and tired from the school day. So let's be honest. When this happens, how many times do you say, forget it? and just eat pizza or chicken nuggets or head out to Subway or McDonald's for the 10th time this month. We want you to know that you can make a 30-day meal plan for dinners and stick to it. You'll never have to think about those meals again until the night before when it's time to thaw something out or until that day when you go to make it and eat it. And yes, eating out is still permissible. Uh, same with pizza and chicken nuggets, right? (laughs) The difference now is that you've planned for it. No more thinking about dinner and trying to come up with a plan all day long. I've been using the same plan that we want to teach you for over a year now, and my meal planning life has never been better. I save money by not throwing food away or going out to eat all the time, and I save brain space and time by just having a plan, sticking to it, and not thinking about it until it's actually time to think about it. We want you to come right now and sign up at theteachermamas.com forward slash bootcamp. That's theteachermamas.com forward slash bootcamp and see if this is the answer that you've been praying for for your dinner time routine. Hey, Teacher Mamas. Uh, I just want to like let you guys know I, I need to tell a story here quick. So I've been talking to Roberta about this all week and 
I decided to give blood last week. Well, it's, it'll be a few weeks ago now. We're pre-recording this. But um, anyways, this is something that I've kind of avoided since high school. I actually ended up like puking the first time that I did it. And that was the only time that I did it. And every time that it's come up, I've had like this, come on, you can do it. And then I come up with an excuse every single time. Um, I'm a huge proponent though, of like facing your fears and getting through it and doing the scary thing and um, life then just seems easier and it's not so hard, right? Because you're doing hard things all the time. And so the hard things just become easy. Also, I just get to show myself that I can do it and make it through these hard things. So I had no excuses this time that the blood drive rolled around and I decided to do it because I'm healthier now. And I thought then I was in high school and I thought like, oh, I'll, I'll be good. I'm healthier. I'm, you know, I'm good about like, I have good iron and, you know, like it, it should be good. So this wouldn't be so bad, right? A big wrong. <laughs> so I was, I made it like pretty much all the way through actually I did make it all the way through they took the needle out and I was like okay great job like you didn't puke you didn't feel like icky or anything like I'm so proud of you and then all of a sudden it just like hit me this wave of like nausea and I told the guy I'm like I think I'm gonna puke and he ended up you know they told you back to get your blood pressure under control they put the ice packs on you they blow the fan on you and I was like that for probably a good eight minutes And I was like, okay, I think I'm, you know, kind of starting to roll around again and feel good. And then it hit me again. And so I went through this for probably a good like 15 minutes and I felt okay the rest of the day, but then nighttime rolled around and it just hit me like a freaking train. Like I was so exhausted the whole night and, um, I've been doubling up on iron the last couple days because it wasn't just that night. It was all the way up until I just told Roberta, I finally felt good yesterday and it was a week later. So I have just been exhausted. Like by the time sixth hour rolls around, they're my seventh graders and they kind of like to suck the soul out of you anyways. (laughs) Normally, (laughs) So, you know, and and then my body, um, just it just has not been right up until yesterday. And but I am also a huge proponent of like everything happens for a reason. And I feel like this was just a great reminder to me that this is how some of you who listen in might feel every day after school. And if this is you, I am so sorry. I just like, I mean, I, I did it for a week and I was just sick of it. Like if this is you every day, oh my gosh, I just, I feel for you. So, you know, I just, I started dreading the rest of the night because I knew that I had to come home and cook dinner, pick up the kitchen, tote my children around to their after school activities. And, you know, I have now have good routines in place. So I was able to get through the night just fine. Um, I wasn't super happy about it, but I, I got through it and I was still like doing my routines and, and that stuff. Um, but 
I know that some of you don't have those routines in place. And so this is what we're going to talk about today. I know this was a really long story, you guys, but like this was a huge part of my week last week. And we're going to talk about this today. Five after school routines that you need in your life to have an enjoyable night at home, even if you're feeling a bit out of it. Yeah. And I would say even some of them, if not all, I mean, I could probably argue a point that all five uh, would restore and give you some energy, but there are for sure two that I'm thinking of in, in particular that will just give you energy, make you feel like you're filling your tank up a little bit more. So maybe you do feel a little bit less exhausted just because you have this routine in place. Okay. So we're just going to hop right into it, you guys. Number one, and this is what I needed all last week, the first thing that you need is um, if you are feeling just simply exhausted and depleted, you need a me time routine. And I normally don't need this. I am usually good to go when I get home from school because I energize myself in other ways throughout the day. I'm eating well, I'm working out in the morning. You know, I do my morning routine with prayer and like some meditation. And so I normally am okay when I get home from school. But like I said, I was just out of it from giving blood last week. And I had to every night after school, tell myself that it was okay to go lay down for a little bit. And um, it was either in my bed or uh, on the couch and just like put on a little meditation, calming music, um, or just kind of sit in the quiet. If my kids were quiet, I could sit in the quiet. If they weren't, then I put on like a meditation so I could kind of drown them out. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, I was feeling especially crabby when I got home, especially my kids have just been awful this week with fighting with each other. And so I was just feeling really drained. And I knew that if I didn't do something for myself, that um, when I got home, even before I cooked dinner, because I usually come home and I start start cooking right away so I can get it out of the way. But I knew that if I didn't sit down for a little bit, lay down and rest, that I would just be a blob the rest of the night. So um, I did that. And it, it did, it gave me a little bit of energy. Um, so instead of pushing through, because I knew I had a lot to do, and this is what most of us do, right? <laughs> um, I did give myself that break. And I did focus on some breathing. I prayed a little bit. Um, like I said, I did some meditation or I sat in the quiet, depending on what my kids were up to. But <laughs> I knew that I, I had to give myself some sensory and physical rest so I could be a lot more productive after school. Um, I know, Roberta, you probably have more to say on this because you are a huge proponent of this one as well. Yeah, I feel like I could sit on my soapbox on this one. I could also chat with you for hours. So I'm going to hold back. And instead, I am looking up right now. We did an episode all about the seven different types of rest. And I'm looking that up right now. I think it was in the 40s. Yeah, either 40s or 50s. Um, and then also we did a different episode just like on me time routines. So that is episode 146. If you want some more info 
on that as well. Okay, so it's episode 53 is the seven types of rest. And so that's what um, Ashley's talking about when she said some sensory rest and some physical rest. It comes from those seven different types of rest, which we did not come up with, but we are huge proponents of. And I think it's Mm -hmm. helped reshape my whole mindset around what rest is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I used to think like being, having a rest was coming home and taking a nap. Well, I know for my body taking a nap most of the time is not a good idea because I feel more cranky after a nap than restored. So that's right. not the type of rest that I need. That's not going to be helpful for the family. And so when mm-hmm. we learn these seven types of rest, it just opened my eyes to this whole new realm. And now I do what Ashley did. And if I need rest, my go-to is a meditation because I feel so restored I may not be able to empty my mind and and do a meditation the way that maybe I would like to. Maybe I'm not able to, you know, let go of the thoughts as much as I want to, but by trying and sitting in that, again, that quiet, hopefully ideally quiet space, I feel way more ready to tackle whatever the rest of the day looks like. So I know for me that works. And that's why I love the seven types of rest is you can look at those and say, what which one is going to work better for me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because not everybody needs all of them in that moment. You probably just need like one or maybe two of them. Yeah, and, and I mean, I have, yeah. I have had two, I know two people for sure that like clockwork, they will come home, lay down and literally take a 10 to 15 minute nap. Like they're out, they're, they're asleep. They've trained themselves like, that is what they do. And that works super well for them. Great. If that works for you, for me, I'd fall asleep and I would not get up until the next morning. Yeah. That's not gonna See, work. Mine is just like, I can't fall asleep and then I get crabby about it. And then my husband gives <laughs> me a nap waster when really <laughs> I didn't need a nap. Right. I just needed rest. I needed <laughs> something, but not, not the sleep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He gets yep. mad at me. He calls, yeah, he calls me a nap waster. So if you're a nap yeah. waster like me, then maybe that's not what you need. <laughs> right. <laughs> so number so two, funny. the second thing that you need is a quick chore routine for you and the kids. And if you want to throw your husband in on this too, by all means, do it. Um, but I'm not, again, I'm not going to get too far in depth on this one because we already have an episode devoted to it. Uh, Some of you may not need routine number one, like I said. Uh, Maybe you get that me time in during the night or the morning or throughout the day. And and that's great. Um, Maybe what you need is this quick chore routine when you get home. So your house isn't a constant and never ending mess. We have a coaching call coming up on this as well, which I'm super excited for. Um, She is one of the clients that I met with and she's in our Facebook group now and she is doing our monthly meal planning boot camp with us. And um, I just had such a blast coaching with her. And I know you guys are going to love that episode. It's coming up and I think two episodes, right, Roberta? That sounds right. That sounds right. Yep. Um, But essentially... You pick one to three pretty quick things that you can do that will make the most impact for you when you get home from school. Maybe you hate how the laundry piles up. 
So your kids tackle that for 10 minutes. And you also hate how the dishes and mail pile up. So you do that for that 10 minutes when you get home. But whatever it is, the point is that you give yourself that quick win, that quick dopamine hit so that you feel super accomplished and want to keep going the rest of the evening instead of collapsing on the couch from exhaustion. And when I say keep going, I don't mean clean all night long. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. mean, just like human and like do the things that are important to you. So maybe it's helping your kids with their homework or making dinner or spending time with your husband. But the the thing is like you want to give yourself that quick dopamine hit so you feel super accomplished when you get home and you can then human and be a normal mom, <laughs> you know, like person. You can be a normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, so that episode that you want to check out if you want to know more on this, um, you want some more details, is episode number 142. So go check that one out if you want that. Yes, for sure. And I was thinking that, you know, even like one of my uh, things that I do every day on the weekdays to get that dopamine hit is I make sure that I check my daughter's folder right away. Um, Well, it's a binder this year, but you get the point. Like I was that Mm -hmm. teacher who would get so angry when parents wouldn't sign things because I'm like, why is this so hard? And then I became mom and I was like, Ooh, this uh, folder thing. And it has become super important to me that I don't become a hypocrite. And I check that folder every single day. So it's like the one thing that I do and it takes anywhere from 10 seconds to a couple of minutes, of course, if there's things in like papers, Mm -hmm. different things in there, but that's the thing that I make sure to do right away. And it feels good to have that done. So the the third routine that you need is a dinner time routine um, or supper time. I know we have an argument in our household about what the word dinner means. I grew up thinking dinner means the evening meal, but it turns out most of the United States believes dinner is the noontime meal. Oh, Lord. So, <laughs> yeah, there's been some fights. So I ended up looking it up. Turns out dinner literally just means the biggest meal of the day. There you go. So we win. Yes. (laughs) So so the supper or evening um, meal, um, we're we're again not going to go into this because we just spent uh, the last basically month and a half uh, really diving deep into meal planning. But what we do want to say is, um, and those episodes start, uh, by the way, on episode 152. So you can start there. You can pick and choose on what looks like it would be um, most helpful for you. But once you have that meal planning under control, dinner is just so much easier. And, um, you know, it's, again, I'm not going to go into details right now. What I do want to say, though, is we have a meal planning boot camp coming up. If you haven't, heard about that yet that's coming up on March 11th so please make sure to sign up for that save a seat Um, if you can't show up live there will be a replay but if you do show up live there will be some um, sneaky little bonuses and some some uh, prizes so make sure to show up live if you are able and in there we'll really um, 
pull together everything that we talked about in our podcast episodes and dive deeper into meal planning. Um, and so that though is really, that's a third routine that, that is going to be so, this is one of the ones I was thinking will be life-giving. It will give you energy if you have this routine under control. And it doesn't mean when we say routine, I think people think, you know, it has to be the same every single day. Mm-hmm. And one of the things, especially with a meal planning, meal routine every night, you know, it's going to look different. I We all know it's going to look different. Like, for example, a Tuesday night in my house looks way different than a Monday night. And a Tuesday mm-hmm. night from a Thursday night looks way different because my work hours are different because the kids' activities are different. And so I have to plan for that in my routine on the nights that we're home later. What does that look like on the nights that we're home at this time? What does that look like? And planning ahead of time. But once that is set in place, everything just runs so much smoother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally agree. And then also not not like you have your meals planned out, which is just like, like that's a lot of mental load taken off. So like that can give you energy. But then as you get this routine down, you are also going to start planning out healthier meals for the family. And so that is going to give you more energy because you're eating Mm -hmm. healthier, you know? So like it's a two double-edged sword here, a good (laughs) double-edged. Right. Yeah. The healthy Um, kind. (laughs) Right. Um, So, okay. Number four. And this one's a bit more advanced. Um, I would also say that the meal planning routine is a bit more advanced as well. Um, Like that's not, I I will say like, if you join our boot camp and you don't get your whole like 30 days planned out during our boot camp, um, you could definitely like get a coaching call with us and then finish Mm -hmm. that if you needed like the extra accountability. But if, you don't do the boot camp like the just trying to get your meal planning under control in a short 25 minute call with us is not very feasible. So I would highly suggest doing the boot camp because you're going to get that for free then, you know? Right. So that is a more like extensive routine that's going to take you a little bit longer to plan out. And this one, number four, is also a little bit more advanced or extensive routine that would take more than a 25-minute call with us to get planned out, but it's definitely doable. And this is a full-on weekly cleaning routine. And this is where you sit down and you figure out what needs to get done in your house on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis. And you make a schedule out of it and assign tasks to family members each day of the week. And um, the reason I feel this one is so important is because I hear people all the time, they're like, I get home and I have no energy to clean my house. And it just piles up and it's just exhausting looking at it, right? Like you walk in Mm -hmm. and it's a mess the instant you walk in and it's all of a sudden just like mental clutter, right? So like this also, again, is can be super energy depleting. So um, my kids have daily chores and they earn stars for them, which then when they have their whole chart filled up, they earn five bucks for it. Um, And 
this has been like a work in progress. Like our charts have changed so many times and I think we finally got it down low. Like we all understand what the charts mean. <laughs> I tried to make them too complicated at first, but um, I've given them chores that I know that they can do. You know, I have a, a seven and a nine year old now. And so I don't like give them the bathroom, you know, <laughs> however, this is very weird, but I found out the other day when I was cleaning the bathroom that they both like scrubbing the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can okay. scrub the toilet, right? Right. Um, so I give them chores that I know that they can do and they won't 100% hate. Um, our kids are probably going to complain no matter what you ask them to do. I mean, mine do anyways. Maybe if yours don't, then I guess you have special children. <laughs> can we trade? <laughs> um, but you know, this and um the this just and then it also has worked out where they like doing the chores that I don't. So that has worked out like that's been a blessing <laughs> for me. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and then I have chores that I need to complete on a weekly basis as well. And so I assign those to myself depending on what days I have time in my schedule to do them. So like bathroom is on there, but bathroom doesn't get done every single same like the same day of every week because it depends on what's going on that night right and so we can move our chores around based on what availability we have in our schedule um and of course my husband helps out too but he's usually he's got a second job as well so he's gone working his second business or taking care of the outside chores that's kind of like our thing he does the outside stuff i do most of the inside stuff but these daily, weekly, and monthly chores are a must if you are sick of a messy house and just like having it drain your energy when you walk in, right? Um, yeah, and just having that more peaceful environment. Yeah, so. and I think for for me, it's one thing to sit down and make the plan. Like I am such a good planner. I can plan until I run out of paper, but it's the follow through and the accountability which is where, you know, maybe that's what you're thinking too. Like, well, yeah, I have a plan. I'm just having a hard time following through with it. Then mm -hmm. I think that's another area where our, our coaching is perfect for that. Like we can be that accountability. We can help you troubleshoot. Like, well, why aren't you able to follow through? Like what kind of accountability do you need to be able to make it happen? Is there a way to make it into like, to chunk things into smaller doable chunks so that you can feel those dopamine hits like we talked about earlier. And so there are, you know, and sometimes it's just talking things out with someone else, like, and, and hearing it out loud to realize that, that maybe you do have a plan that will work, but um, we are, we're, we're here for it. The last routine, the fifth and last that is a must is having a nighttime routine for you and for your kids. And this is something especially that I have been incredibly passionate about. And I've pro this is the routine that I've probably worked at the longest mm. um, in, in my family life because um, <laughs> we used to have really horrible nights like with, um, our daughter had trouble falling asleep and like having that issue was 
really exhausting. So if you're in that phase where you have a kid or a couple of kids that just like bedtime is disastrous, I am sending you so much love and sympathy because I, 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 I see you. <laughs> I see you. I've been there. I, that is incredibly hard. It is energy depleting because then your whole night is ruined. And for me, that was when I used to have um, my me time, you know, it was when the kids went to bed, but then if they're not going to bed, like they're supposed to, or if I'm, you know, I'd spend so many nights like rubbing her back and falling asleep in her bed with her, you know, and then it's just the whole night is just not enjoyable. And that sets our morning up for failure and just all mm -hmm. sorts of things, domino effect. And so that's something that we've really been working on for nine years. And it's ever evolving, of course, as they grow older, but it is the thing that no matter what is a must in this house. And I would argue it needs to be a must in everyone's homes. The thing is the routines look different. My routine mm -hmm. is not what Ashley does. It's not what her kids do. It's maybe not what anyone else I know does, but it's what works for us. And that's mm -hmm. the important part is figuring out a nighttime routine that's going to help you and your kids have a good night's sleep and so that your mornings can run smoothly. It starts the night before that morning hustle doesn't have to be a hustle and we can start the night before night before. So again, this is something I could talk about forever and ever. We do have episodes, um, our first three episodes, in fact, of the podcast, episodes one, two, and three are devoted to evening routines, and I highly recommend you listen to them if you haven't already. They are still our top listen to episodes, and they are our top episodes for a reason. They are, they're, they're really good. They're gold. And so I'll say a few things, though. One of those, one of those is if if you're noticing you have some sticky spots in the morning where things aren't running as smoothly as you want them to, a great solution is to look at like, can those things be things that are done the night before? What can I do the night before so that those things run smoother? Um, like, let's see, for example, one of the things that used to be disastrous here was getting the kids to have all their stuff and have it ready to go. And so now the night before we make sure their backpacks are in one specific spot. They are completely ready to go. They're zipped up. They have everything in it. They need, they have their snack, whatever it is, like everything's ready and in it, in their backpack. They've got their gloves and hat with their coat, not spread out all over the place. They have their shoes picked out. Everything's there. So it's a quick grab and go instead of uh, searching for everything in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that's just a, a you know quick example. But there are so many other examples that we could go through. And I think this is a topic that um, we're going to come back to in the future. So mm -hmm. keep coming back because... We are definitely going to dive into this more, but this is a routine that is so, so important. And again, it's individualized. It is coming up with what you need, what your kids need, and understanding that it's going to change as literally as the literal seasons change. 
because mm-hmm. our evening routine um, looks different now in the winter, in the cold months than it did in the summer. I mean, it just, it, there are things that are different, but also in our, you know, those, those more metaphorical seasons where, you know, your kids are getting older or they're in a sport, they're in a winter sport, they're not in a summer sport or they're not, you know, there are just so many factors mm-hmm. at play. Um, but it is the, I, I'm going to say, honestly, if you are going to pick one routine to start with, like you don't have any of these in place and you need to start somewhere. First of all, don't try to do all five right at once. Pick oh one, gosh, please. No. Pick one. <laughs> pick one. Pick one to start with. Okay. But I highly suggest starting with with this one. Start with coming up with an evening routine, a nighttime mm-hmm. routine that you can do, that your kids can do. You know, start with you. Maybe then expand to your kids. Or if it's easier, start with your kids. Maybe it's easier mm-hmm. to think for your kids than to yourself. Start there. And mm-hmm. then and then go from there. But I, I truly think that's that's the place to start because if you can come up with a way to make sure that you are feeling more rested in the night and that starts with your evening routine, then you're going to have way more energy the whole next day to be able to do the things that you need to do and that you want to do. And that starts the night before. So once again, if you can only do one thing, please start with this. Yeah. Totally agree. So just to like recap our five routines that you need after school again are a me time routine, a quick chores routine, a dinner time routine, a weekly cleaning routine, and a nighttime routine. And again, don't try and do all five at once, please. Mm-hmm. For the love of Pete's sakes, like you will go absolutely bonkers if you do. But if you don't even have an idea of where to start, Roberta and I want you to know that we are here to help and we can help coach you on all of these things, no matter like whatever you want to start with. You get uh, it's a quick 25 minute call to start um, just so we can we can really do something like. What do I what's the word I'm looking for here? actionable and like a quick like that dopamine hit like we talked about like we really want to keep it short so that you can do something really a really quick routine and just like gain confidence in yourself that it is possible for you to start living a more intentional and organized and present and peaceful life when you mm-hmm. get home from school, because we can be so depleted of energy and from working with other kids all day long, and that can come off on our own family. And when you have these things in place, it helps so much. And I'm not saying that we are perfect, you guys. Like I lose my patience a lot with my family still, but I look back at where I was pre-COVID, this is when I started doing this stuff. And I have grown so much because I have put these things in place in my life. And I just want this for all of you guys as well, because I know that it's possible. So um, 
to go sign up for coaching, to do a coaching call with us, you can go to theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines. Again, that's theteachermamas.com forward slash power routines. And I want to remind you guys also that we have our first free monthly meal planning boot camp where we're going to teach you our 30-day process. So you're basically going to be getting some free group coaching for free on this topic. And um, you may not get your whole 30 days planned out in that call because we really want to like teach you the process and like get you to know the process so that you can duplicate it each month. Um, But, um, you know, you could definitely sign up for a call afterwards and like get the rest of your meals planned out and all that just so you have a month done or um, maybe you have some other things that you are a little um, leery about afterwards like mindset wise or excuse wise you think you're going to get in your own way with excuses while you're trying to do this whole 30-day process Um, we are here for you that's what what our call is all about. So you can go sign up for our boot camp at theteachermamas.com forward slash bootcamp. Again, that's theteachermamas for uh, .com forward slash bootcamp. And then you're also going to want to hop into the free Facebook group that comes with that as well, which is uh, bit.ly forward slash time and stress management, bit.ly forward slash st- Blah, blah, blah. I am just like tongue tied over here. Too many dots and forward slash <laughs> bits.ly forward slash time and stress management. And all this is going to be in the show notes to you guys. I know that was a lot of links, but until next time, friends, God bless and have an amazing day. Hey, teacher mama. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and leave a review on Apple podcasts? It lights us up to know this podcast is helping you. Also, please share this with a friend who might need it today. Okay, time to go spend all that extra time we have with our families. No more stressing out over schoolwork that didn't get done before contract time. We'll meet you back here in a couple of days for another episode. Bye! Bye.